We are raw and real mothers sharing our struggles, triumphs, and everything in between. We are all about being authentic and sharing who we are. None of us have it all together. We know how hard motherhood is. We also know how joyful motherhood is. We're here to grow with you. We're here to empower and support each other. As we share our hearts, we become stronger. Our stories bring us together. The mother heart is within every woman. Welcome to the Mother Heart Circle podcast. As mothers, we all have so much on our hearts. I We bear so many burdens and often we don't have a place where we can share what's on our hearts. And we have created this podcast as a way to share what's on our hearts with you and invite you to share what's on your hearts with us. We don't have all the answers. We don't have solutions for you. We're still finding out the solutions for us, but we believe that through sharing, we can make it easier. We can gather the collective wisdom of women that all of our ancestors benefited from and that we need today. And so we hope you share with us in our social media and enjoy our discussion with you. Thank you, Tanya. So we want to flow into sharing our hearts now, and we're going to go around in the circle of all these beautiful women here on the call, and we're each going to share um, what's been on our hearts lately. And then we're going to pick an overarching theme, and then we'd like you to help us um, ponder on that theme and then share. We'll discuss that theme together. So for me, as we've been pondering and as I've been pondering on mine, I've been thinking about um, how important anchors are and what is my anchor? What's going to be there when everything else seems like it's falling apart and um, when it seems like there's just so much going on, so much craziness, so much anxiety about things, so much unknown, like what is my anchor? And for me, that's the savior. So that's what was on my heart, just knowing that he's always there for me. And I can turn to him. Anna Maria, did you want to share with us what's on your heart? Yeah, I've been thinking about also about our Savior and how how did he have so much confidence in his life? And we're not meant to be him. We're not meant to be Christ, but we are meant to be ourselves. And so I just wondered how how is he able to step into his true self and accept fully who he was. And so I just realized by reading quite a few books and reading the scriptures and through journaling and praying that Christ had complete awareness and consciousness. He wasn't um, stuck in his ego or in unconsciousness. And I also realized that he had complete and full compassion for others and for himself. And so I just would like to become more like him um, by becoming more myself, if that makes sense. Becoming who I truly am, stepping into my essence. That's what's been on my heart lately. Thank you. We're going to go to Kylie next. Um. So one thing that has been on my mind and heart is um, I've noticed just how much with moving into this new phase with COVID-19, I'm seeing a lot of controversy among 
family members, loved ones, a lot of differences in opinion on how to handle um, how to handle this virus um, at this stage we're at and what the right thing to do is. And my big question has been, how do we maintain um, united hearts? Because we need each other. We need to be united amidst our differences. How do we connect? How do we reach each other? Um, because I know we all care and we all just want what's best for, you know, human good. And but we all see different ways of, of coming to that best outcome. And uh, one of my thoughts has just, I, I go back to um, n- knowing that Heavenly Father is in in control and, um, and, and thinking about his promised blessings. And so, um, and I know not everyone, um, uh, you know, not everyone has the same beliefs or religion. Uh, so even amidst that, I, my question is how, how can we unite? Thank you, Kyla. That's beautiful. Shirley. Um, yeah, so what's been on my heart lately is I've just been dealing with feelings of uncertainty, confusion, overwhelm, um, as being a, a mother trying to raise my kids and feeling al- alone about it in a lot of ways and, and in the midst of the pandemic crisis and everything. And prior to this, I felt like I was doing really well at choosing happiness in my life and living an abundant mindset versus a scarcity mindset. And um, now with the pandemic crisis, I feel like it's been a lot harder to um, stay in that place of choosing happiness. Um, But, you know, my desire is still there to see how God is helping me every day because God is still there blessing me and helping me. It's just I need to practice being more aware of it and continuing to um, pray daily for it. Awesome. Thank you. Janessa? Well, um, one of the things that's been on my mind, I think because we've been so isolated um, during this pandemic, um, I've just kind of felt like, oh, all my friends are gone. I don't have any friends. And I started just thinking about how I I feel like I kind of keep people at a distance rather than, you know, embracing them. And I think it's it's more about me being feeling vulnerable and not wanting people to see my imperfections um, and my weaknesses and stuff. And so I, I feel like I keep people away. Um, and so I just started thinking about what can I do to um, to to connect with people and to to stop pushing them away to to bring them close and let them see who I am. And even during this time when we can't get together, we can't you know hang out. We um, and also I think the other thing that I've been really um, having a lot of anxiety during this this time is um, just what what next what's going to happen in the future what's is life going to go back to normal is uh the you know this pandemic just kind of going to go away and life will go back to normal and if not you know i've been worried about the economy and food shortages shortages 
and uh, just thinking, well, what what do I need to do to be prepared for that in, in case, you know, things don't go back to normal. And uh, and so that's been causing some anxiety as well. And, uh, you know, I think it comes back to just relying on the Lord and praying um, to to and trusting in, in him, I guess. So. Thank you, guys. You guys are also beautiful. Tanya, what is on your heart and mind? Well, I've been thinking a lot about our power and influence as a mother. And I think that's really come to the forefront with this because we're responsible for so much more now in our children's lives. They're not going to play as much. There's no school. There's no play dates. There's not even church. And so it's all on us. And I mean, dads too, but I don't know about your family, but in my family, I definitely carry more of the burden of keeping things running smoothly. And just, it can be super overwhelming and it can also be just really beautiful. Like my teenage son, I've realized that I have so much more influence in his life even than I ever realized before because he was always with his friends or doing other things. And now I see that he my relationship with him matters so much and that's cool. That's cool to know, but it's also overwhelming because I'm a mortal human person with tons of weaknesses that come out all over my family because there's nowhere else to put it out right now, except for, I mean, you guys have kind of touched on this except for Christ and just utilizing that power more in my life than ever and figuring out how to utilize it and how it can bless my family and get us through this. So. You guys are all amazing. (laughs) I love all of your hearts. I love everything you guys have shared. Thank you for sharing um, a theme, an overarching theme that we actually thought about before the call is And what we want to discuss with you guys going further, going on in this call is how can we stay open and mindful and aware during these challenging times? So what can we do? What are things that we can do to help us stay open, mindful, and aware during these challenging times? Um, We want to take like a minute to ponder on this with you that are listening, all the listeners. Think about that question. How do we stay open, mindful, and aware during these challenging times? And then we'd love to share what we, what comes to us in an open discussion. So we'll take the 60 seconds now to think about that.
Okay, we're going to start our discussion now. Um, we want to open it up to whoever wants to share something and just have a discussion. But I was just saying the thing that came most strongly to me during these, having this thought of the power of prayer. It's the one thing that helps me change my perspectives. It keeps my mind open, helps me to keep my heart in. Um, just really grateful for the power of prayer and having that anchor in my life. So finding that anchor, I think, is really important. What is your anchor? What keeps you grounded and centered? And yeah, that's my uh, thoughts. So what are you guys thinking about? For the past, um, I'd say, six weeks or so, I've decided to start writing in a notebook every morning again. And before the kids wake up, before I'm um, needed for other things, and so it's a quiet time for me. And I, I guess you can call it my prayer journal or my free writing journal. I just write whatever's on my mind, whatever's on my heart. I just write and write and write. And it probably wouldn't make sense to anyone who who would read it because it's this thought, then this thought, then this thought, then this. It's just coming all out and pouring out the thoughts in my my heart and um. Then sometimes, every once in a while, as I'm pouring out those words onto paper, I write an idea down that comes, that correlates with one of the thoughts. And if I feel impressed or if I feel strong about that idea, then I'll take that one thought and I guess you can call it meditating. I, I'll meditate and focus on that thought. And I'll start writing just about that one thought that came. And I'll see if there's more thoughts. I'm saying that word a lot. But as I'm meditating, that certain idea that came to my mind, I will write down steps that will help me accomplish or get through whatever I'm going through or um, struggling with. Or if it's one of my children that need help, I'll write down ways that I can reach them and help them and unite and love them. Um, so that is definitely one way I am, have been so much more mindful and open. And I feel like I am receiving the revelation. For some reason, I get little thoughts during the day, but I don't take time to sit and write them down. But in the mornings when I do this, it just is so helpful to be able to write down the words that come. And yeah, so that's one of the best ways I've experienced in writing and I, I often write to God but sometimes it's just to myself it just depends where I'm at so yeah. so my thought um talking about like to um so my thought uh this is Kylie is just in thinking about how can we stay mindful and open and aware. And as I've pondered how, how I can stay united with others, the real answer for me has been to the word love. Uh, I, I think that's been my strongest um, impression is people need to know that I love them and that I care for them above all. 
And my goal is to help them to feel that love. And I think that's the solution for all of these differences is to move past that and, and to anchor on that love that we have for one another and, and seek to share that and let people know that we really do love them. And amidst our differences, our imperfections, whatever it is that's going on, we can always unite with love. I love that, how you said love can be an anchor. That was what I, love is an anchor. Yeah. Does anyone else want to share? (laughs) Yeah, I get a couple of thoughts that I had about being open. um, It was just open and during challenging times. I just was thinking about that word open and and what are we open to, right? Um, And I liked how you said that, you know, we need to be open to um, to uh, listening to the Lord, I guess, um, to through prayer. Um, and some other things I thought of were to be open to other people. And I think the way that we stay open to other people and, and accepting is through that love, like you said, Kylie. Um, and um, also... What, another thought that I had was just that we need to be open to ourselves, right? Open to um, accepting ourselves, accepting our weaknesses, accepting, you know, I think a lot of us have learned a little bit about ourselves during this time where we've had to stay home. We've had to be only with our families. Um, we've had some extra time to kind of get to know ourselves a little bit better and how we react during challenging times, you know, and, and when the stress gets gets put on. And so, um, you know, I think being open is just being open to ourselves and accepting, hey, guess what? I'm not perfect. And it's okay. You know, I have these weaknesses, and it's okay. And I make I've made these mistakes, and I continue to make mistakes. And it's okay. I you know, I uh, just like in Brene Brown's book, The Gift of Imperfections that we've talked about before. Um, we we are worthy of love and we are worthy of um of acceptance and we're worthy um of guidance from the lord and so we can accept that we don't have to doubt that that's there i guess um and so we can be open to ourselves. And I think the, then when we accept that, when we accept ourselves and say, you know what, I'm not perfect. It's okay. Then that's when we can start feeling like we can make improvements because, and, and change those things that we feel like we want to change, but not because of, not because we're not accepting or out of anger or hate or dislike of ourselves, but from a place of love and wanting to be able to be our best selves for our children and for our spouse and for the Lord and for those people around us. So I think that, you know, being open and mindful um, about and accepting ourselves during challenging times helps us to then help those around us and help um, others. I love what you're saying, Janessa, because I thought about our Savior a lot in his life recently. And two things came to my mind about who he is and how he was able to accept himself and love himself. 
and give that love to others fully. And it just was the words that came to mind were it was, first of all, he was mindful and completely um, conscious and aware. He never got stuck in the ego or in the natural man. He was present. And because of his presence, his light, he was able to lead with that love, that compassion that you're talking about, Jessica. And so I just have wondered, how, how do I step into my true self, into my essence? How do I become as the Savior is, but still be me? And um, it's the same, same steps. It's being conscious and present as much as I can be with, the, with how much I've grown and also leading with that compassion and love for myself first, because if I don't give myself compassion and love, then I can't really share that with others. And so just looking at Christ's life and then comparing it to my life, I can see how I can be more accepting and receiving and open to his light. And that would yield me being able to also share my love and light and my essence with others. Well, one of the other things, sorry, that I that, that just made me think of was, um, you know, how we, I loved how Brene Brown said in her book too, that um, a lot of times we have this feeling like, you know, I am happy to help whoever needs my help. I can help people, but I can't accept help from others. Like, like somehow being able to help makes you a better person and having to receive help makes you a lesser person of some sort. And I like how it says, you know, if you feel that way, then, um, you know, that's, that's off that, that those are two sides to the same coin and we need to be able to be just as willing to accept as we are to give, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, and I can't say it as eloquently as she does, but, um, I think that, you know, uh, to help others. Yeah, that's a noble thought is to help others, but we also need to be open to accepting help from other people as well. So including, anyway. including our savior, right? He's always, it, his light, his love is constant. Even though we sometimes don't feel it, it's because we are closing off in some way or another. It's his love and light always going to be there. Definitely. I wanted to add my thoughts and they kind of go along with both of yours. Um, so I think I've over the years as I've practiced being in touch with how I feel about things like being able to sit with my feelings, whether they be good or like positive feelings or negative feelings. Um, I'm able to sit with those, but I think the most painful feeling that I feel is one of loneliness and feeling lonely in those feelings. Like, I'm the only one who's feeling this way right now. I'm the only one who's experiencing this and these feelings. And the idea of being open through all of that is at least telling myself, if you're having this feeling, most likely somebody else is too right now. And um, through prayer, I have been able to gain the courage to reach out um, or to at least just be open to somebody like 
showing up in my life, even through all this quarantine stuff, like people showing up in my life that like I needed at that time so that I could share that feeling with somebody. And so I have seen that like through prayer um, that I'm not, I, I know I'm not alone. But like every day is a new experience and, 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 you know, those feelings can return with the new experiences and then loneliness can return again. So yeah, just, and that gives me courage to be like, okay, I'm not alone in this feeling. I'm just going to be more open rather than closed. And maybe somebody else could benefit from what I have to share (laughs) too. No, not just like, for me, but also reciprocal. Definitely. I think one of the, you know, I was talking earlier about, you know, how I feel like sometimes I push people away. And um, I was just thinking I, um, one of the challenges that I've given myself because I've been feeling kind of lonely and isolated, right, during this time. And I thought, why am I doing that? Yes, we need to self-isolate, but we don't need to be isolated, right? We don't need to <laughs> step away from all social life, right? We just need to do it, you know, not physically with each other, right? And so I was like, and and I don't have to wait for other people to come to me. I can go to them, if that makes sense. <laughs> and so just have the courage to go to them. So my one of my challenges to myself is to call someone every day or at least a couple times a week and and reach out to them just call them and say hey how are you doing what are you up to you know and and just keep in touch with those people that I love that I want to keep in touch with um and then be willing to share some of these feelings that um may I may feel a little vulnerable about you know and and just trust that they are going to listen and love and accept me because they're the people that I love, you know, and, and if they don't, okay, maybe there's something in their life that's making them unable to, to hear those feelings. And that's okay. You know, then you can keep it more superficial and that's fine and find someone who can. Someone else. Yeah. Find someone else who can hear those feelings. Don't give up. Right. Exactly. Don't give up with just that person. Keep trying. That's right. And so, and so, and don't give up on that person too. They're having their own journey and it just Mm -hmm. might be that they have things that, that they are dealing with, which makes them have a hard time dealing with your feelings on top of that. And so, and that's okay, you know, be patient with them too. But that was, you know, uh, one of my challenges just to, to, instead of sitting with those feelings and, and continuing to feel lonely or whatever to reach out to other people and to you know take it upon myself to and hopefully if I'm feeling lonely then hopefully I'm reaching out to people that um, also need to talk and they'll feel uplifted and Mm -hmm. um, connected as well like you said. Mm -hmm. I love that Janessa you you took a negative emotion and replaced it with something higher and that's what leads to you stepping into yourself and being open and to giving love and receiving love. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. In fact, that I am so powerful. Yeah. I was just thinking, oh, sorry, I have a story from that. Um, I just remember when I was a kid, we moved to um, 
from a kind of a remote area down to a lot more down here to Provo, Utah. Um, and my very first day at church, I was sitting next to a girl um, and there was a bunch of girls around me and they were all kind of talking to each other, but none of them were talking to me or this girl next to me. And so I was feeling really lonely. I had no friends. Um, it was a, uh, I was just barely turned 16. So it was like a, a really, you know, vulnerable time in my life. Um, and it was, and I, at that same time I thought, okay, well, I'm feeling kind of isolated. I'm feeling friendless. I'm feeling like no one's talking to me or noticing me. I'm like, so maybe somebody else here is too. And so rather than making them put forth the effort to come talk to me, I'm going to do it. I'm just going to take matters into my own hands. And so I turned to my, the girl next to me and I introduced myself and I, you know, told her that I just moved there and stuff. Well, turns out so had she, this was her very first day at church. <laughs> Too. And so she was feeling the exact same way. Aww. That's why she was so quiet. And so we ended up becoming really good friends. And of course, mm -hmm. then we also reached out to the other girls um, and became friends with them. But you know, I think that taking the matter into our own hands and realizing that, you, like you said, Shirley, sometimes if I'm feeling that way, then other people are probably as well. And, and I can do something to serve them. And in return, it might serve me too. You know? yeah. <laughs> so along those lines of taking a negative thing and turning it into a positive, one thing that's been help, helping me a lot lately is to realize, I listened to this lady and she says, not, not every voice in your head is a trusted voice. Some of the voices in our heads sound like bullies. They're the ones that are like, oh, you always mess this up you 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 can't do this well enough this is overwhelming you're not going to be able to do this this is too much for you you know all those negative thoughts and she said not all the voices in our head are a trusted voice and she taught a way to combat that is to turn to the scriptures because if you're dealing with a bully and you say uh-uh that's not true then the bully is getting what they want they're getting they're engaging you but if you say, I'm going to go get my dad, or I'm going to go get my big brother. And so she said, you turn to the Savior, and you turn to Heavenly Father, and you ask them to tell you the truth about you. So she said she just opens the scriptures anywhere, and with the prayer in her heart, she reads a section um, to find out what applies to it to her from that section. And she said she always gets something that helps her feel better and that helps her remember the truth about her. And, and then she can go forward with more peace because then that just kills that bully voice. It's gone. And so I've been trying that and it's actually amazing because I think in the past I've always done the, -uh, that's not true. Like just try to talk my way through it. Like, no, I'm doing fine. It's okay. But really still feeling cruddy or whatever, still having those voices come back and back. But when I just turn to the scriptures, then it really settles like, okay, this is how God sees me. This is what Christ was willing to do for me and sacrifice for me. So that's not true. Yeah. I love that. Tanya. I think you hit on what this life is all about is remembering our truth, our essence, who we truly are. 
each step along our path and our journeys are very different and unique from each other. We each do things in a different way. And ultimately, we are reaching for and remember, trying to remember who we are. Because when we remember who we are, we live our purpose, we live our mission. And yeah, I love what you were saying, Tanya. Well, and I think it's such a good thing to remember too, is, you know, especially during challenging times that God sent us here to succeed, you know, and, and he didn't send us here to sit, to fail. And he knows we can succeed. He trusts us uh, enough to send us here, to give us our agency, to, um, you know, to send those challenges. And he knows that we are capable of overcoming any challenge that's thrown our way because he's allowed that challenge to come into our lives. He only gives us challenges that he knows we can overcome um, through him, right? And so uh, he does want us to rely on him, but he knows that we can overcome it. And um, so- can I, can I share this quote with all of yes, you? It goes please. perfectly with what everyone's been saying. Um, I think I first found this quote when I, um, and I don't know, I think I was newly to, um, as a new homeschool mom. And I found this quote that really, really helped me not compare myself to others, but to just move forward with who I am. And this is what Elizabeth Gilbert said. She said, the women whom I love and admire for their strength and grace did not get that way because stuff worked out. They got that way because stuff went wrong and they handled it. They handled it in a thousand different ways on a thousand different days, but they handled it. Those women are my superheroes. So that's awesome. I think it was Elder Christofferson, I, I may be wrong who said it, but a couple years ago in a general conference for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, he said, um, when trials and adversity come our way, do we let it, um, um, do we, let it cause a blow to our faith or do we anchor ourselves and remembering who we are, that we are children of God. And I love that because, um, and his point was like, remember God, remember Christ. When things get hard, turn to him, remember who you are and remember why you're here and why you are on the path you're on. And, why we're on this earth and for those of us for those of the same faith as me of as a member of the church of jesus christ of latter-day saints we're here to um learn and to return to live with heavenly father and he has a plan for us and he has given us steps to follow so that we um can know how to return to him and as i've been looking at my hardships the answers for me have been trust in god have faith in him and his plan. Um, remember him. And just all those basic um, answers. Love others. Accept accept your situation. Accept others for who they are. Forgive yourself. Forgive others. Pray. Um, trust in his promises. Trust in God's um, promises of blessings and of protection and of healing. Uh, I, I feel like especially during this time where we as a globally are very vulnerable, um, 
is so imperative and it's brought me so much peace to know and understand his blessings and how literal those promises are. And um, I'm thankful to, I believe them with all my heart. I, I believe that um, God will um, allow things to roll forward in exactly the way they need to. Um, in the last general conference, um, President Nelson gave an apostolic blessing, which essentially to me is a blessing straight from the Lord uh, to us directly um, as his children on the earth, um, that those loved ones who are struggling or ill or having ailments or hardships of any kinds, or whether it be ourselves, our blessing was for healing. And he promised that according to God's will. And I can trust with all my heart that things are going to happen the way God intends them to happen. And that's, that's the overarching thing for me. Well, Kylie, you just spoke to my heart. So thank you for sharing that. I was thinking that um, being open and mindful and aware, those words are vulnerable and it isn't easy to stay in that place in that position. Like it's so much more natural to close off, to protect ourselves, to close up. But all these tools that we've been blessed with, all these resources that are available and not just that, but what's really coming to me is the power of connecting with others and reaching out for support. And thank goodness for me, I know that I have that in my heavenly father and my savior, Jesus Christ and the scriptures, but really I've had so many women come to my aid this week and bless me with support and help me to stay open and vulnerable and willing to receive even when I want to close off. And I'm just grateful to be able to reach out in so many avenues and to know that I don't have to walk this alone. So thank you. Does anyone else have any final thoughts before we close up? Just the phrase, um, Trust in the Lord and know thyself. I like that. Perfect. Everyone for joining us call. It's been a beautiful discussion. I think all these things I know I've needed to hear and this is going to bless other people's lives. So thank you for speaking from your hearts and we're so excited to continue this journey with you guys and grow together and support each other. Um, with the mother heart. So we love you and we'll see you guys next time. Thank you so much for joining our mother heart circle. Please send us your thoughts, inspiration, experiences, and stories. Your voice is important. Your wisdom and your hearts are needed. We believe in you. We love you. And thank you for being you.